Connecting to the AOC Podcast Network. Enjoy your stay. What is AOC? What is community media? Maybe these are small questions, but they have big answers. So big, in fact, that we had to make a whole podcast about just that. The short answer is in our mission statement. Building an informed and engaged community through media, technology, and education. I'm Matt Roberts. AOC member Sheree Carlton has had to overcome insurmountable odds as a child and young adult to become the strong woman she is today. Find out more in this episode of Community Quotes. latest news, events, member information, and more by adding AOC Community Media to your social circle. Find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube under AOC Community Media. Uh, if you can, say and spell your first and last name for us. Cherie, C-H-E-R-I, and Carlton, C-A-R-L-T-O-N. Okay. Well, Cherie, this interview is about you, so I'd like for you to tell us a little bit about your background. Where did you grow up? Where did you call home? And what was that like? I grew up in basically suburban New Orleans, um, Algiers, West Bank, um, my childhood was a real mix of good and bad. Okay. You know. Um, Do you want to elaborate on that a little bit? Well, I re- there was a lot of abuse. Okay. In in my childhood, a mm-hmm. lot, mm-hmm. and uh, started at a very young age. Um, but I, I have, I, I do have good memories. Okay. Uh, of my childhood, mm-hmm. which I didn't used to have. Right. So um, it's nice yeah, to have yeah. good memories. You know, like um, we didn't buy crawfish. Mm-hmm. We lived uh, near enough to the swamps that we would take the nets out mm-hmm. and crawfish and get our own crawfish, the wild crawfish. Gotcha. And uh, I did that with my father. Mm-hmm. And uh, we would, we, he'd take me out and we'd go snake, catch snakes. Oh, wow. Um, we especially like coral snakes. Okay. Um, they, they got a lot of money from the pet stores and mm-hmm. from the, um, like LSU, because they would get the venom oh, the to lab. make the yeah. anti-venoms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So they paid a lot for the coral yeah, snakes. Yeah, sure, sure. So, um, there, there were, well, there was some good And there. I think this is a good time to segue into your book, because I think that your past uh, 
was what inspired you to write your book. So can you uh, explain a little bit about what message you'd like to send out to those readers and, and talk about um, what, uh, what message you want to have out there regarding your book? I, I wrote the book to help educate people about mental illness, mm -hmm. but specifically about my diagnosis, okay. which is dissociative identity disorder. Mm -hmm. Uh, which some people may remember as multiple personality disorder. Okay. Um, it's a, I, I think it's still a fairly misunderstood mm -hmm. uh, mental illness. I wrote with the goal of helping people understand how the disorder happens. Mm -hmm. What does it take to push a child to the point where they say to themselves, I am no longer here, it's somebody else going mm -hmm. through this. Mm -hmm. And so many of the memories that I write are in very uh, deep detail. Okay. And before each memory, I invite the reader to mm -hmm. join me. Mm -hmm. um, I say, uh, close your eyes and try to imagine. Mm -hmm. And that kind of helps draw the reader in sure. to what I'm what I'm writing. I've had quite a few people tell me they couldn't read the book. Right, right. Others have said that it's 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 a good book, but very difficult to read. Mm -hmm. I didn't write it for entertainment. Right. You know, I wrote it to help in, in increase understanding mm -hmm. of that disorder. Do you think it helped you cope with the issues that you had to face? I think it helped me, number one, it helped me understand and see how far I've come mm -hmm. and how much I've grown in mm -hmm. the past 35 years, sure. I guess. It also, things came out that I didn't remember beforehand. Uh -huh. um, so it gave me more insight right. in, in the parts of me that I hadn't mm -hmm. really tapped yet. Like memories you suppressed. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it helped me understand also a lot where I am today. Okay. And yeah. where is that? So. <laughs> I, I've come a long way. Mm -hmm. I, I, I'm very comfortable with who I am. Mm -hmm. um, I can see and accept and be okay with my strengths, my weaknesses, my talents, um, my creativity, all, all those things that are part of me. Mm -hmm. um, I'm okay with all that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm okay with other people. Mm -hmm. You know, I can be accepting and, you know, you're you and I'm me and, but I also have learned how to choose who I hang with. Yes. I no longer choose to hang with people who are negative mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. um, you're okay. You can right. be who you want to be, but I can choose not to hang with you mm -hmm. because you're, you're too negative for me. Right. It's not about you. It's about me. Yeah. So, um. Well, and there's an old expression, you, you are the company you keep. Exactly. And that's very true. Exactly. Mm -hmm. 
So um, I strive to hang with people who are more positive. That's upbeat. great. And I, I thank you for the copy of the book that you gave me. I, I look yes. forward to reading it. Have you had any readers come to you afterward to say that you might have helped them through? Oh, yes. Okay. Tell oh, yes. me a little bit how that made you feel. It, I, I have always been the kind of person that if I do something and it helps or touches just one person, mm -hmm. it was worth the effort to do whatever it is I did. So I've had several people come to me mm -hmm. and say, I've gained a greater, much greater insight to mental illness. Or I had a friend or a family member who had this disorder and I didn't understand what they were going through. Now I understand better uh, who they are and what they went through and where they are. Mm -hmm. And that's just, that's just like all the effort and all the stuff made it worth it. Definitely. Just. But my goal, hopefully, is to get the book on um, the either the um, reading list mm -hmm. or even the required reading list mm -hmm. for university classes on abnormal psych classes I see. courses. Well, that's a good that's, goal to that's, have. That would be, that's my ultimate goal in writing. Awesome. Well, let's switch gears a little bit. Um, how long have you been a member of AOC? And uh, tell me how you first got involved with it. I've been involved with AOC for golly, how long? Ten, probably 10 years now, maybe. Mm -hmm. um, I had a friend who was co-hosting a program. Okay. And she wanted off. And she kept pushing me to do it and because I had a degree in uh, social work mm -hmm. I have a master's in social work and she wanted me to be on it uh, it was insight in mental health oh yeah and um, I finally agreed to, to guest appear <laughs> and um, I guest appeared and it, it was like magic it was like I had always dreamed of being an actress. Uh, I always thought it would be fun to be an actress. And it, it was like the, the magic door opened. And so I co-hosted for Insight for about, I'd say probably about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. And then I, I did some other little stuff. And then I co-hosted another program, um, Heartbeat, uh, mm -hmm. Louisiana Heartbeats with Sudi. Uh, did a couple of shows with her, and then I did my own program. Uh, I did uh, Sleep Time Really. Okay. Uh, and because uh, I had been recently diagnosed with narcolepsy. Okay. And I already had three diagnosed sleep disorders. Oh wow! So that brought me up to four, and I went. I, I got to thinking about um, the misunderstanding mm -hmm. about sleep disorders and how. Uh, sleep disturbances can be considered under psychiatric disorders like uh, depression and mm -hmm. such and such. But how many doctors considered that the depression could be being caused from the sleep disorder right. and the person not getting sleep? Mm -hmm. So that's why I wanted to do that program to help educate about um, mm -hmm. sleeplessness. Gotcha. And it was cool. 
One of the things that uh, I'm learning as I'm working here at AOC is that there are members in the community that just, uh, they're not aware of everything that AOC has to offer. Whenever you first got involved with AOC, were you surprised by everything that the community is allowed to do here? Or oh, I, I thought it was awesome. I try to draw people in all the time. <laughs> I, I talk about AOC all the time. I, I'm on Facebook. I, I post about AOC Thank all you. the time mm -hmm. um, and, and try to get people to come. I, and I tell them, I said, if nothing else, you can go in and say you want a tour. Mm -hmm. And somebody will show you around right. and show you the facilities and everything. You don't have to commit to anything mm -hmm. or anything. But, but yeah, I talk about it all the time. Right. Because it's you. so awesome. <laughs> this. Well, in looking ahead, are there any projects um, concerning AOC that you're interested in pursuing? or There, there, there is a program that, that's been in my head for a couple of years now. Okay. I've tried three times <laughs> now to try to get it started. Um, know that it's meant to be, mm -hmm. uh, just probably the time wasn't right. Gotcha. But I would like to do a show called, Do You Really Know Me? Mm -hmm. Exploring Cultural Differences. And kind of, I don't want it to be specifically about prejudiceness. Mm -hmm. um, I, I don't want it to be a focus on prejudiceness, but I want it to be addressing prejudiceness by pointing out that basically, yeah, we have differences, but we're all the same. And how many times do we have differences that we misunderstand? Mm -hmm. Or we think we know what, where it came from, but we really don't. Right. You know, like I interviewed a woman one day from um, Iran, mm -hmm. and I asked her about her head uh, gear. Mm -hmm. And the answer she gave was so completely different from what I had taught it had been. Right. You know, for her, for her and women in that culture, it's a positive thing. Mm -hmm. She says it's to hide our beauty. It's so the man has to be forced to get to know us hmm. before they see our physical beauty. Well, isn't that nice? And I was <laughs> like, you know, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. That is awesome. That's completely different right. from what I think a lot of Americans think. Oh, right. So. That's what I. That's the kind of thing I want the show to focus on. Is that sounds like a great is, is the differences, program. but the the the, the samenesses too, mm -hmm. and show that we're all human beings. We all do the same thing. We all eat. We all drink. We all get sick. We're all born. We all die. Mm -hmm. You know, why does this make so much difference? Gotcha. So well, thank you for elaborating on your AOC potential project. We'd probably love to help you with that. Um, <laughs> let's go back to school a little bit. You mentioned that you went to college and, and have a master's. Where mm -hmm. did you go to high school? And then tell me about that and, and uh, your college, uh, you know. I went, I went to school on the West Bank. Okay. I, I actually didn't finish high school. Okay. I, um, I got my GED. Mm -hmm. um, waited, got married, I had my, my daughter and waited until she was in the second grade before I started college. Oh, wow. Um, went, to, went through voc rehab, mm -hmm. actually, and they evaluated me and all that stuff, made sure I was college material. Started at Delgado in New Orleans. Spent, I think, a semester or two there. Mm -hmm. 
and then transferred to LSU. So I got my BA at LSU in um, Literal Arts okay. with a um, major in psychology. Mm -hmm. um, was on the uh, governor's list, uh, got a, a, a certificate from the president. Oh, wow. Um, which I thought was kind of cool. <laughs> Um, and then decided I wanted to go to social work school. Mm -hmm. um, there was only one college in Louisiana that had a clinical social work program, and that was Tulane. Okay. I took my um, uh, the uh, the test you're supposed to take before you go to graduate school. Mm -hmm. Got a really bad score. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, did. I did really, really bad on it, um, but I still applied to Tulane and was accepted uh, and even got a uh, grant, uh, a special grant mm -hmm. to go there. Um, Sounds like that door opened for you just yeah. at the right time. Just it was it was the it was, you know. And, and other people found out I only applied to one university, and I found out they applied to ten or fifteen. And I'm like, and yeah. they looked at me like, yeah, you know. And I went, but I knew it was the one. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I researched it all, I prayed about it, yeah. and that was the answer. Mm -hmm. So when I applied, I knew I was gonna get accepted. Great. After college, what did you do then? I did, I did, um, I did practice mm -hmm. for about five years. Okay. I, um, I worked as a crisis intervention therapist with mm -hmm. kids, mm -hmm. uh, which is real challenging. Sure. Um, when, you, when you have a child in a situation and the parents continue to put the child in the danger zone, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's very frustrating. Yeah. It, it's very, very hard. So I went from there to working with um, the severely mentally ill. Okay. Um, which I found just as frustrating <laughs> um, because it was just maintenance. Mm -hmm. uh, you really can't help them. And, and my goal was always to help people learn and grow. Right. Um, but I got that when I moved here and I started working at Vermillion Hospital. I worked at Vermillion Hospital. Mm -hmm. And that was when I was able to work with people where you could see the lights going off in right. their heads. Right. Oh, that's, <laughs> you know, and, and see some people start to, the change process mm -hmm. and the growing process. Gotcha. That's, that's wonderful. So. Um, with such an adverse background or, or youth growing up and having to uh, cope with the abuse, did you find inspiration in other people or you know, was there anyone in your life that you would consider to be a mentor or someone that helped you? I am um, a LDS mm -hmm. Mormon. When I joined uh, the church, I, I attribute attending the, the LDS church to a lot of my growth. Okay. Um, I, the people didn't teach me directly. Mm -hmm. It was through example 
and the way they treated me. You know, they, they didn't allow the manipulative behavior. They didn't, uh, they were more open and honest and taught me that it was okay to be that way. Yeah. They were very giving people mm -hmm. uh, and never, never had strings attached to what That's they nice. gave, mm -hmm. which is not the way I grew up. Right. You know, always strings attached. Sure. And so I had quite a few of the women in the church who I admired and looked up to and strove to be like. Mm -hmm. And it was awesome. And, and it's funny because when I moved, I lost touch with a lot of these women or they would move. And in the last two or three years, I've reconnected with a lot of these women oh, on wow. Facebook. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's awesome. Facebook is great. Yeah, great way it. to connect. I mm -hmm. love it. So many people say there's bad. No, the internet's so bad. No, and I said, yeah, there is a lot of bad. There is. But there's a lot of good, too. There is. There's a lot of good. Regarding um, you know, positive energy and, and connecting with people, do you involve yourself with any nonprofits here in Lafayette or do any charity work? I have. Okay. I'm not currently, okay. but I have. I did work, uh, I worked for a long time at uh, St. Joseph's Diner. Mm -hmm. Loved it. Um, actually got to where they would let me cook, oh, actually. Wow. Um, I worked, I, um, I, I'm trying to remember what else <laughs> I've done. I can't remember right now. But that was one of my major ones. Okay. But I worked there for a long time. Um, I'm the kind of person that, I'm an introvert. Mm -hmm. So interacting with a lot of people is very difficult Okay. for me. It just, it, socializing is not easy mm -hmm. for me. Mm -hmm. So when I look for uh, community service work or whatever, I look for small groups gotcha. to work with yeah. so that I don't have to get stressed out being around too many people. I, I, walk, I, I do the streets a lot, mm -hmm. you know, and help the homeless as much as I can, mm -hmm. you know. I, I'm, I'm just more of a one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, one-on-one -on -one Good Samaritan. The world needs a lot of those. I don't know if I'm a good Samaritan, yeah. but um, yeah, I, 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 my whole my whole philosophy of life is is I can't fix the world. Mm -hmm. I can't fix world hunger. I can't mm -hmm. fix or stop the wars. I can't mm -hmm. I can't do anything about all those things. But I can do something about my little section of the world. Right, right. And my little section of the world is Lafayette. Mm -hmm. And I love it here. Yes. And I, I walk, when I walk the streets and I go about, my goal is always to enrich, to make better. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't complain about what's wrong with me physically. I don't complain if I don't feel good. I don't, right. you know, it's always good morning. Mm -hmm. How are you? I, I say good morning whatever time of day it yeah. is. Good morning. Yeah. Some of the bus drivers get, you know, <laughs> it's not morning. You know, but that's, that's what I strive to do is better my little bubble of the world. Mm -hmm. 
Well, and, and in tapping into what you just said a few minutes ago about being an introvert, if for one day you could be in someone else's shoes, who would you be? Oh, that is an awesome <laughs> question. Um, several people come to mind. Oh, great. Name them all. Um, I would love to sit in uh, Dwayne Johnson's <laughs> shoes. Mm -hmm. He is such an awesome person. He is. Mm -hmm. um, Johnny Depp is a really awesome person. Um, I would love to sit in a singer's body. And be <laughs> Can you sing? No. I can't either. Absolutely not. And, and I and, and I love and I love to sing, but mm -hmm. nobody loves to hear me. <laughs> it's just really bad. <laughs> it's, just, it's not one of my talents. <clears throat> Although my daughter sings like a, a dove, you know. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, if I could sing in like Barbara Streisand, okay, or Celine oh, Dion, yeah. uh -huh. or Jane Oliver, mm -hmm. those beautiful, or even Bette Midler. Oh yeah, with that yeah. beautiful, beautiful. Well, and along those lines, who are some of your favorite musicians, and what type of music do you like? I, I like the old 40s through 70s. Oh, wow. That's a um, big range. Rock and country. Uh-huh. I don't like rap at all. Okay. I don't like opera. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like musicals. Okay. Some of my favorite artists are like um, Charlie Pride. Oh, I love Charlie Pride. Um, Marty Robbins. Mm -hmm. um, rock is John Denver. Mm -hmm. Love John Denver. Yeah. Um, but but I have you know. I have so much music, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> One time I gave away like 40 CDs because oh, I had wow. so much music that I couldn't decide what to listen to. I mm -hmm. ended up listening to nothing. Right, right. I couldn't <laughs> decide what to listen to. So I was like, here, somebody yeah. take some of these CDs so I can sure. listen to some of them. Mm -hmm. So. Gotcha. What about uh, movies and, and reading? Do you like to read books? Are you reading anything read. right now? Love to read. Um, I, I would, in the process of reading the the series of Game of Thrones. Oh, right me too. now. Uh, yeah, I'm on the uh, fourth book. Okay. Right now. Okay. Uh, something for crows. Yeah. Feast for crows. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> yeah. And um, I love fantasy. Mm-hmm. I adore fantasy. I like even movies and books. I prefer fantasy. Okay. But I like. Autobiographies, um, really like autobiographies. All right. What's and, one uh, recent that you read that you enjoyed reading? In autobiography, I haven't read an autobiography recently. Okay. I'm, I'm, I've been into fantasy for mm -hmm. a while, mm -hmm. so I haven't really read any autobiographies. I, I read the autobiography from. Um, oh, I'm sorry, my mind just it's went. Okay. Her name was there and then it went. The daughter of uh, 
the guy from India after he died and she got into the political uh, uh, Gandhi, oh, Gandhi's oh, Gandhi. daughter, yeah. mm -hmm. Gandhi's daughter. Um, she was awesome. Mm -hmm. um, just, just amazing to me. Uh, my hero when I was growing up was Helen Keller. Oh. You know, I mean, I, I can remember thinking if she can do everything that she did, being blind and deaf. Mm -hmm. I mean, she got college degrees. Mm -hmm. She spoke all over the world mm -hmm. in in behalf of the blind deaf community. She went and talked before Congress. She, I mean, she was. And, and and you got to give a lot of credit to Ann Sullivan. Sure, you know yes. because Helen wouldn't have been able to do all that without right. Ann. Correct. But still, you know the two of them were. Well, and and that'll lead me into my next question: If you could have several people over for dinner, dead or alive, who would they be? Would Helen Keller be one of them? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Definitely, Helen Keller. Um, Jesus. Uh-huh. Definitely. Yeah. Um, it can be a historical figure, celebrity. Yeah, um, if I can include non-historical figures. Yes. Um, Sam mm -hmm. from um, <laughs> Sam and Frodo. I thought Sam was a pretty awesome guy. <laughs> um, <laughs> He was a good friend throughout it all. It, he was actually the hero. Yes. <laughs> I mean, he was, it, Frodo wasn't, he was actually right. Sam who was yeah. the hero. So, yeah, Sam. Mm -hmm. um, I, I, I don't know it, who else. I, that you've, that's a good group, though, that you yeah. listed. Um, and then just having fun with this question, because this is almost a fantasy question in and of itself. If you could travel anywhere in the world, where would it be and why? Alaska. Alaska. Okay. I would love to see the uh, colors and mm -hmm. that, that happens mm -hmm. in Alaska. The Northern Lights. The Northern Lights. Uh -huh. Yes. Um, that's the only, I, I'm not a traveler. I'm a homebody. Mm -hmm. I don't like to travel. I don't like to camp. Um, every night I want to be home in my own bed. Mm -hmm. So if I ever could, that would be the only place yep. that would interest me. Um, we're wrapping up. We have just a few more questions left. But one question I like to ask people is, um, if you had any regrets in life, do you have any regrets? Would you change anything about your life? No. No. Why? Because I am who I am because of every experience mm -hmm. that I have had and the way that I've dealt with it. I believe strongly in self-responsibility and accepting the fact that we all have choices. Mm -hmm. No matter what you're going through, there's a choice mm -hmm. to be made. Mm -hmm. Uh, maybe not in the specific situation, but in how you deal with it, what you do with it. And I, every experience can enrich who we are if we use it in a positive way. Mm -hmm. I think the 
the the only thing that I do regret is is that my second husband kind of was inappropriate with my daughter, um, and I have um, a lot of guilt okay. about that. Mm -hmm. But would I take that experience away from her because you know it it was a life-changing experience for her, mm -hmm. you know, so fair is fair. Right, right. How would you like to be remembered? I want, I want to be remembered as someone who brought laughter who brought uh, understanding I can be a comedian um, to me it going through life without a sense of humor would be awful yeah absolutely awful and I'm the first one to laugh at me <laughs> so as someone who had a great sense of humor mm -hmm. and, and who brought understanding and, and just was a good thing yeah. for her part of the world. Okay. Last question. Describe yourself in three words. <laughs> Creative. self-determined I want to say spiritual well those are three great great qualities yeah yeah because I think all of everything that I do is based on those three things mm -hmm. well very good so. Well, that concludes our interview. You did an excellent job. Discover all of the benefits of being an AOC member by attending one of our orientation sessions. Classes are held on the first Tuesday of every month from 6 p.m. to 7 p.m. Register on our website at aocinc.org. Ferguson, Nancy Judice, Joseph Clisannon, William McFarlane, Matt Roberts, Skip Shannon, Christy Tracy, Jasmine Tillery, Jacob White, and Shahid Williams. Music in today's episode, Luna's Little Friend, Ukulele Instrumental by Ivan Shu, Irakosh Key by Nagno, The Long Goodbye 
by John Pazdan. AOC Community Media is located at the Rosa Parks Transportation Center, 101 Jefferson Street, Suite 100, Lafayette, Louisiana, 70501. For more information, go to our website at aocinc.org. Call 337-232-4434 or email info at aocinc.org. Until next time, stay informed and engaged.